It's Dr. Audrey Tang here with another season of Retrain Your Brain. It's that podcast that helps you buffer low-level stress. It helps you return to a state of calm. It helps you find more joy in your life so you don't use up so much of your available energy on things that you cannot control. It's not the big choices in life that have the greatest impact, but the little things you choose to do every single day. So start making some choices with me now. In this final episode of the season, I'm going to look at what we can do to try to avoid or minimise the amount of toxic relationships or friendships that we end up in. And the first is to practice self-love. If we have a high level of self-value and self-compassion, we also identify and state our boundaries. Brene Brown said that as soon as she started identifying her boundaries, she was a lot happier, although perhaps a little less nice. It's okay. You don't have to be nice all the time. And if you choose carefully with whom you're setting those boundaries, the ones who you let in will really appreciate you. Not least because you'll have so much more to give them because you're not spreading yourself too thinly. You may find when you start setting boundaries, some people drift away. It's important to recognise there. It's not worth holding on to a friendship that's draining. So ways that we can do this include reassuring ourselves through self-compassion rather than self-esteem statements. Stop comparing yourself to others. Really focus on who you are and loving that. You are enough. So if something doesn't go your way, or maybe you've said something or done something you regret, try focusing on what you were happy with, how you were able to help. You might say, well, I'm sad that I lost my temper, but I recognise what triggered me and I can watch for that sort of thing in future rather than I'm sad I lost my temper, but you provoked me or so-and-so provoked me. There is a really subtle difference, but self-compassion focuses on you and your response and it's very empowering. Self-esteem, as I say, focuses on praise, acceptance and always in the context of comparison with others. Also, Try some compassion-focused therapy or compassion-focused interventions. Compassion-focused interventions ask you to reflect on your response to fear or threat. Are you better supported through soothing actions or energising ones? So, for example, do you feel better in a fearful situation to do something that relaxes you, going for a walk, meditating, massage, or do you prefer something that's a little bit more energising, going to play a sport, going for a run, accomplishing something or socialising or trying something new. This way, when you actually are feeling threatened, you know what's going to be most effective for you. And it doesn't matter what other people prefer. You do you. And now how can you avoid toxic friendships, being a toxic friend or how do you deal with it? Well, number one, Be aware of any red flags and don't excuse them. Call people out. Ask friends, what did you mean by that? Or when you said X, that really did upset me. Why did you do that? If you're in a calm environment and can open a dialogue, which any good friend would be able to create and be willing to have, you'll actually find out more information. You'll both learn something. You'll both grow. Also remember, toxic behaviour may not be deliberate. So in calling something out, 
you're giving the other person the chance to reflect and explain and that can help them as well. If they're able to address something and you're able to address it, chances are you may have forged an even deeper friendship. By asking someone something, asking them to reflect, you've given them that opportunity to think. But if they can't, or they're rude, or you just cannot accept the answer, then you do perhaps need to decide whether to continue that relationship or not. Set boundaries on your time, because this can help you preserve your energies for those who make you feel great. I know that saying no takes practice, so sometimes having a helpful yet empowering response pre-prepared can help you when you're caught off guard. Practice these statements. Setting boundary statements are things like, of course I can help, but I can only do it at this time or by X time, or I only have five minutes and then I must get on with whatever. Delay statements. I don't have my diary just now. Can I let you know by the end of the day or tomorrow? Because this gives you time to think about whether you really can fit something in or you really want to do it or to think of an excuse if necessary. And then you have empowering statements. Don't do something for them, but ask them how they want you to help. So asking someone, how would you like me to help you? Or what do you think is best for me to do? Or what would be of most use to you at this time? Gives them back the responsibility to define the problem and work out what they believe will be a helpful solution. Another thing you can do, if the situation allows, is give them a sample template. This is particularly helpful for a work context if it's a question you're normally asked, because that way, again, you're not doing it for them. You're letting them have a go themselves, but you're giving them some guidance. Then identify what you really want out of a friendship and actively seek it out. So look carefully at your current relationships and ask yourself, which ones are reciprocal? Which ones bring me joy? Which ones encourage honesty? Which ones can I rely on? And most importantly, which ones are with people I respect for their own values and actions and which ones do I therefore actively want to choose? And go and contact those people. Do it after this podcast. And then think about relationships in general. Ask yourself, how do you envision a relationship that makes you happy, that doesn't feel toxic, that doesn't seem exhausting? You may not be able to put a specific person there because... For people, their choice is always their own, but you can at least have an idea of the type of person you want to find out more about. So identify what values you want in that person and what you're not willing to accept. Identify what values you want them to recognise in you. Live your values and make your choices accordingly. Finally, if you're developing new friendships, ask yourself, with my current friendships or in my current situations, with whom am I most myself? Then identify why. What is it about those people or those situations that you love so much? Then work to spend more time with those people and most importantly, on being those things externally too. Friendships are not an alternative to loving yourself. We don't seek others out solely as a means of making ourselves feel better. Other people are not there to complete us. It's important that relationships in your life are a bonus rather than a replacement for self-love. 
And that's all we have time for today. But to catch up with more of my tools and tips, do follow me on my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive. Check out my website, www.draudreyt.com, or join me in the Wellbeing Lounge on NLive Radio, Tuesday nights at 9pm.